Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Starcastic Remarks, your favorite Dallas Stars fan-led podcast. We're brought to you by THPN and sponsored by DraftKings. Make sure to use the THPN promo code on DraftKings to get some free stuff. And my name's Christian. I'm joined alongside by only my brother James tonight because Ryan is away with his job. Very gross. But we are here very excited about the Stars stealing two points in overtime from Dennis Gurionov with a thrilling overtime goal at the very end of overtime, too. Great game. How are you doing, James? I'm doing awesome. Well, I say it was a great game, but it was a very exciting game. But for the Stars, I don't think it was very well played. <laughs> what do you, yeah, what do you, sure. you think? So, so just, uh, just to get right into the game, at least starting off in that first period the the very beginning looked very nice it looked like we were still shooting well and the shots weren't were about even about five minutes in and then it got away really fast from them so yeah i was about to say yeah the very beginning of the game i say about the first five minutes it was pretty even good amount of chances going both directions but by the end of that first period the shots were 14 to 4 so i think we we didn't have any shots after the after the five minute mark of the first period, I think we had one, <laughs> maybe one. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think we had one shot the rest of the first period. It, and that continued into the second period too. So we're outshot the second period, 17 to six. So that's the big, the big highlight of this game is really the amount of shots that the stars gave up, but more so since the stars won, it's the amount of saves that Brayton Holtby makes. So he stops 43 of 45 shots and is your first star of the game and looks incredible all game long yeah for for sure he looked he looked awesome especially in i think it was that second penalty kill that we had where we couldn't really get it out of our zone but he was he was there and he was stopping them so he's a big part of tonight yeah every every time we need him he answered the call and man the we may have questioned the signing a lot to me and ryan during the off season and pretty much everybody else in the hockey world had no idea what was going on with that signing but 
Neil looks like a genius right now. Holtby, and and it's continued from from preseason too. So Holtby during the preseason played great. We're like, no way he's gonna keep it going. Well, he hasn't slowed it down yet. So Holtby's been great. So before we get into all of our breakdown stuff, let's go over the rest of the game though. So the first period, we told you the shot count. Second period, the exact same. Uh, what was the? We, there was one goal in the second period. After that, a major penalty from Hawkenpaw with the knee on knee collision on Drew Doughty. Drew Doughty went down. That was a very scary looking hit. I didn't. I didn't see any intent from Hawkenpaw. Honestly, I didn't see a leg stick out. I mean, he was wide on his on his skates, but I mean, he was turning too. So I, I think for the most part, it was unfortunate. But I don't know. I know you disagree with me, James. Go ahead. Yeah. So so. They they were talking about this on the live broadcast too, but Hawk and Paw being that aggressor and being that person who's going to go get those hits, he he's got to know better than to than to than to do that because like you have to get your full body on them when you're going to hit. And I know yeah. that's an awful argument and it sucks, but like it it was a dangerous hit to take and it turned out the worst for him. So I just I just hate it because he's he's not sticking the knee out. He's not doing anything wrong. He's just trying to make a body check, and Drew Doughty's trying to make a play around him, and they just clank knees. And it's like, if I'm Hockenpah, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, if he's trying to get around me, do you just let him go? Because, like, he leans the shoulder into it, and he he gets contact on the shoulder, too. So, and I I thought, I'm not for sure on this, but I thought major penalties had had to have some kind of intent involved with them. And if that's yeah, true, there's no way there was intent on that. I, I don't think major penalties do have to have intent on it. I don't think I, so. No, I'm pretty sure they don't. Still, I, I mean, I, I hope we're not going to see a suspension from that play, but it being Drew Doughty, such a high-profile player on a nationally televised game, and Hockenpah being so much bigger than him, it's yeah. it's hard to not see one. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there should be one, obviously. I didn't even think there should have been a five-minute major, but obviously I'm very biased look at the hat on my head but i just thought it was an unfortunate play yeah for, but, for sure um yeah we didn't even talk about the goals in the first period though so there were oh, yeah there were, we did skip yeah, the goals in the first period there, there, there were two goals in that first period the first one going to the kings it's just a good little pass play we we couldn't stop the passes in between and it's just tapped in yeah and that was after after tons of pressure from them in the offensive zone that we could that's when we were playing. That was when we were at our worst, I think, is when they got that goal. And I was totally surprised that we were only down by one goal at that point. And then somehow at the end of the period, we evened it up with Tyler Sagan on a crazy one-timer goal on the power play. Yeah, for sure. That That's awesome to see him hit that shot, too. It's just, it's so cool to see him back in the lineup again. Mm -hmm. And that's where I want him to be on the power play, too. And while we're on the power play, and we're caught up on the game time now, so now we know why it's why it's two to one Kings. My bad. The power play took a complete one eighty this game, like hundred percent. The entries into the zone. Uh, we talked about it after the Sins game. How it's either going to be the dump pass or the uh, the drop pass or the dump in, and we have cemented it's going to be the the, the drop pass. Uh, the one thing I did like about how this drop pass is a little bit different from what we've seen in the past from the stars is it's all the way back in the defensive zone. So it's not like we're skating to the neutral zone, then dropping the pass. We're getting barely to our blue line, even if that, and then dropping it back to either 
Miro or uh, Lindell. And I thought that kept the pass a lot safer and still gave us enough momentum for one of those guys to make a play and get to the zone. And also the passing on the power play just looked way better too. Yeah. I, I feel like maybe there was a little bit too much passing tonight. And that's why we see such a big difference in the, in the shots on goal as well is just how much we just decided to pass the puck sometimes instead of just trying to shoot the puck. So yeah, I, I think that's true on five on five, but I thought on the power play, we got a ton of shots. I mean, I don't, I don't have the stat on that one, in yeah, front of me, I, but especially <laughs> on the, on our, on our power plays at the end of the game, at, like the, uh, the very last one we had that we didn't score on, there was four shots on that, on that power play, I think four or five. So, but, but on five on five, I totally agree with you. And, and speaking of the power play, moving on into the third period, the whole first half of the third period was kind of back and forth. The Kings came out in the beginning of that third period with a strong four check. They were really trying to put the pressure on us and and trying to score that goal since they still had that leftover one minute uh, from from the five minute major. Because as as we know, when they score on the five minute major, no time goes away on that. But we we held on to that, which is another storyline that we'll get into a little bit later. The penalty kill was amazing all night long. We had, I think, total penalty minutes was 20, 23 for the stars, <laughs> and they got one power play goal. And, and the twenty three is skewed by the ejection, obviously. But yeah. we we were five for six on the penalty kill, which was very good. Um. But anyway, moving past that, we go on to the power play. We get a five-on-three opportunity, and Miro Haskinen scores right after the five-on-three runs out on a great slap shot, crazy good shot, right right after that uh, five-on-three expires. Yeah, for sure. And I think especially right after we finished killing off that that major penalty at the, at the end, it like we we hit the hit the fuel, dude. Like after that, we looked very very solid in the third period the second the second we were off that penalty kill we were we were hitting the ground running yeah and i thought we were going to see that way earlier in the game too with the fans jumping into the game right after those those kills too just hyping up our team because they were great kills as well and we just couldn't get it until i think you're right after the end of that five minute major really great turnaround by the by the stars there and we use that momentum throughout the third period to tie it up and then eventually into overtime to win it uh and continuing on with the timeline of the game even more power plays for the stars in the end of the third period but honestly the refs had no choice but to give us power plays because up until that point of the game the power plays were six to one for the stars going into the third period i think is that right yes yeah six to one which I kind of see that with the five minute major that makes sense, but man, there was other very touchy, touchy calls. Like, like y'all are saying in the comments, I agree, especially in the second period touch touch fouls were called all over the place. Like the hold from Pavelski, the cross check by the Kings, lots of stuff was, was not penalties. They weren't penalties. It's, it's crazy how different this game was from our last one where nothing was called at all. And that just, I feel like that made it even harder for the stars. And that's why we saw so many power plays for the Kings in the, in the second and first is because we, we just came off a game where it was essentially everything goes. So it's really rough to see that right after like back-to-back games. Yeah, you're saying that might have led to us taking more penalties. Oh yeah, because definitely. we just came off of that game. 
Definitely. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense. Totally agree with that. Um, so, yeah, Stars have a lot of chances at the end of the third period to score two. Gurionov on the doorstep. Hints looked crazy good at the end of that third period, moving all over the ice, flying all over the place. Lots of chances from him. Yeah. He's, Lots of chances all over the place, actually. Yeah, it's been really weird for him. It feels like in recent games, instead of like playing, you, you'll see him play like 10 minutes where he just full out sprints, right? And then the rest of the game, you don't really see him sprint, like the rest, the entire rest of the game. And, yeah. And it just, it feels really off. I don't know if that's just him seeing those chances and taking them then or what, but. I think it's still him getting his feet under him too. Cause I mean, if you think about it, he was, he went all off season and then he comes into training camp, gets hurt almost immediately. He doesn't have a training camp at all. And he barely sneaks into opening night roster, which we weren't expecting at all. So he's, he's really like just kind of getting back into the swing of things. Whereas all the other guys in our roster had a whole training camp to get warmed up a little bit. But I think, I think Hint has been looking better and better as the season has been going on. So I hope, that keeps continuing. And if this game is any, uh, has any weight on next game, then that's definitely going to happen. Um, so then we have all the chances. We don't capitalize on them, but then we go into overtime and man, that has to be one of the most exciting overtimes that Dallas has been a part of, especially since three on three started. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and it ends in like the most, like normal way that I think stars fans see, which is just one person going down the <laughs> right wing and shooting it in the opposite corner. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So Gurionov towards the end, a- after the Kings take it one way, we take it back the other way. Gurionov has a guy with him on the left side, ignores that guy, turns the corner, backhand chipper right into the top left hand corner. Crazy good shot. I I can't see if. I I can't see him aiming for that spot on the net, especially on the backhand. But man, if he was, that's that's an incredible shot, and we love the backhand. And that's how Grianov broke out into the league too, is with that backhand. We saw like five backhand goals when he first started in the league, so it's great to see that back again. Love that play by Grianov. But before that, even huge saves on both ends of the ice by both Holtby and Quick. It was a, it was it was it was a show for sure by both goaltenders in that overtime. Yeah, for sure. And throughout the game, really, I, I didn't feel like scoring chance-wise, at least, we were that far behind the Kings. Like, a lot of their shots did not feel super dangerous. If, except in the first period, I'll agree with you. The first period, yeah. it, it felt like we were way behind. Yeah, for sure. But uh, Quick definitely still played good tonight, even mm-hmm. even though the shots, were, like, say his save percentage might not reflect it, but he still played very good tonight as well. Yeah, all the goals by the stars were crazy good shots, like on the border of unsavable. They would have been crazy, crazy saves. So I think you're definitely true on that. So that's the rundown of the game. Let's get into a couple topics real quick. We talked about it a little bit already, but Braden Holby, oh my goodness. Like from game crazy. one, from game one, he has been, I, I tweeted out during the game, I said, Haskin is the best player on the stars. And then right after that, Holtby makes that amazing save in the third period. And I was like, I lied. Brayden Holtby is the best player on the Dallas Stars, and there is no doubt about that. Yeah, for sure. So tonight he faces 45 shots with 43 saves, ends up with a 956 save percentage. That's 
insane. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he had in the in the in the preseason, like we were talking yeah. about too. And somehow he's kept it going, which is yeah. just incredible, honestly. And like we said earlier, Nils a genius right now. I don't see any way Ottinger's coming back up if both Holby and uh, and Hudobin are playing so good. And like and that's what's keeping us in in the season right now and is a huge reason why we're over 500. I mean all three of our wins have become, have come past 60 minutes and prior to 60 minutes we didn't have more than two goals. So that do, th- these wins don't happen without our goaltending right now. So really great play by both of them. NFL fans hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has got you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win. With the promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years of age or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, the next thing... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so the next thing I wanted to mention before I think you were going to get into the power play, or penalty kill, but um, our, our on the dot tonight was... Not looking great. Fifty-three percent, forty-seven percent is not good for a team who's looking to win based off of face-off percentage. So, mm-hmm. um, you got uh, Glenn Denning still with forty-six percent, which he looked better tonight, but it's still not good yeah, enough. Yeah, he tonight. looked he looked really good on the penalty kill, but like we've been talking about, Glenn Denning has to win face-offs. Like, yeah, for sure. That that's that's at least fifty percent of the reason we signed him, and he's not doing it right now. So, whatever it whatever it is, he's got to figure that out. Um. Okay. But moving on. Yeah, well, I was gonna mention the penalty kill. The penalty kill was great, and that Glendinning mentioning that is a great segue. Glendinning and Roffel looked like they were totally fulfilling the roles on the penalty kill tonight. Yeah, both we killed. They both had six minutes on the penalty kill, mm-hmm. which is yeah crazy. And they were very noticeable too. And and they were keeping it in the offensive zone as well. So we we kill five of six, which is uh, it, again the two big the two big things in this game was penalty killing and goaltending. Well, let's say special teams and goaltending because our both of our goals are on the power play too. So we'll say special teams and goaltending. Five on five, I thought we looked like crap. But in those two places, we look great. And this game shows how important those two things are because those are the two things that we beat them in and we win the game. Yeah, definitely. That's that's how you steal games from other teams. You you steal games by taking advantage of the chances you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and I did mention Haskinen as our best player. He, I still I don't think he's the best player. I think it's still Holby. 
But our best skater is definitely Miro Haskinen right now. He's been producing points from the start of the season. Hasn't really slowed down. He's had a couple of defensive hiccups. Didn't see any of that tonight. He looked like he looked like the best skater out there tonight, honestly, in my opinion. He was making yeah. making dangerous offensive plays, making great defensive plays. Go ahead, James. Yeah, for sure. So his stats on the night is he has a goal, two assists, and four shots on goal. So like that's crazy. <laughs> he, he, he was going he was going for it tonight and it and it showed definitely. Yeah, and I mean I hate to say it, but that's that that needs to be expected from Stars fans now. So when he's on his entry level contract, of course we're gonna hype him up for all that. But I mean, with the contract he has now, he he's the guy, and and he's proving it right now. He's proving he's worth every bit of that eight million dollars. So very happy we can give it to him. All right, we talked about mostly good stuff except for Glenn Denning, but now let's talk about a little bit more of the bad stuff. Again, Stars gave up so many shots five on five. How do we how do we stop giving up that many shots? I know a lot of them are on the outside, but you still can't give up that many if you're going to be yeah, a defensive for, team. For starters, um, there's 18 blocks tonight, right? And the Kings actually match that 18 blocks. So probably a lot of that is not as great shot blocking tonight. So may, maybe getting more blocks, but also you just it, it just felt like we were on our heels the entire game. Like just ne- mm-hmm. never had the puck. Couldn't every time we we got the puck, we had to we had to change. So we had to just go dump it and go change. And that was like probably a good fifty percent of the game. What for what mm-hmm. it felt like? Yeah, the Kings felt a lot faster than us. Um, we we also we lead a little bit on giveaways. They counted as ten to nine, and the Kings have a lot more takeaways, six to three. Again, I. Y'all know how I feel about the scorekeeping on those two stats, so I feel like that might be a little swayed in the home team's favor, but it felt like we were turning over a lot more pucks too. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. We need to block more shots. Less turnovers is one that I saw a lot, especially in the defensive zone and the neutral zone. And then also, like Ryan is saying in the comments, just spend time in the offensive zone. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're not going to shoot as much if we have the puck more. And the Kings had the puck way more than the Stars did tonight. And I think part of that is five on five. We still saw a lot of the the dump and chase. And it again, it, it wasn't it wasn't working at all. Um, and, and the Lions were crazy tonight, too. They were in the blender constantly. I mean, we see I saw Ben Sagan Radulov get broken up and put back together at least three times, I think, during that game. Yeah, it was it was crazy. He's definitely uh, that's bonus. Definitely trying to see what lines will actually work together, and it seems like we're still trying to figure that out. And I I don't know how long that's going to take us to do, but once people start clicking, it's going to feel really good. But I mean, I, I feel like if you're changing lines that quickly, like you're not giving anyone a chance to even mesh together. You know, like I mean, yeah, but like he's. Bonus is also trying to look for the in-game now solution. It's yeah. so, sometimes that that is he's just trying to move it around. He's trying to see who's gonna who's gonna work the best with each other. If you if you're not gonna work out, I'm I'm gonna try to move you to win this game right now. Yeah, maybe just trying to get certain guys some more ice time. But I and I also really liked having Jamie Ben on the center. I mean, I know he's not a huge point producer tonight. I don't think he got any points tonight. Just double check me on that, James. But every time he was in the center spot. I mean, I feel like he was moving a lot. He was skating a lot better up and down the ice. He was back checking a lot more. And I, I thought 
I thought he looked way better on the center spot than he did on the wing spot. So I don't know. I, I still feel like he needs to be kept on the, on the center. And I, I don't see why he keeps getting put back into the, into the wing with Sagan. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, I mean, honestly, in the third period there where we saw the Ben Sagan Radulov line come back together for a majority of the third period, I feel like they didn't look, they didn't look bad to me, but they still weren't scoring. Yeah. It, so, it doesn't look bad, but they're not scoring goals. I mean, those yeah, are the so, guys who are paying to score goals. Yeah. for sure. And if that and, line isn't scoring goals, that's gotta be an issue. So, yeah. so the five on five scoring for the top six guys, I would say is still 100% there. That's still a storyline going into next game. But at, at least they're getting points on the board on the power play. So Sagan with that amazing goal, like we said, and Gurianov with the, the great goal in overtime as well. So we're start like we said last game, we're starting to see a little bit more production from these guys and, and a lot more shots too. Uh, let me try and pull up the shots here real quick. Yeah, Sagan with four shots. Rads again has two shots. Uh, Hints has three shots. Uh, and Haskin, like you said, with four shots. So... We're getting a lot more shots from our top guys, and we just got to start hitting the net more. I mean, we need to shoot yeah. more, hit the net more, all that stuff. Um, just as a point out a player that I think didn't do great, could have done better, uh, Peterson tonight did not look very good. He was not noticeable offensively, and he didn't I, – I mean, I guess he didn't even – didn't make mistakes defensively. But I, I wish he would have shot more tonight because he had he had chances where he could have and he just passed him away like almost every time. He had, he has one shot on the night. So Yeah, he definitely didn't feel as aggressive offensively as he normally does. So, yeah, I totally agree with you on that one. And, and then that's what we need him up here for. Like he wasn't he didn't make camp because he was a solid six yeah. bottom six guy. We have plenty of those. He, yeah. he made the roster because. He has the potential to score goals. So, yeah, I totally agree with you there. We definitely definitely need Peterson Peterson to step up on the offensive department. Uh, what do you think about uh, what player stuck out to you on the stars that, that wasn't on the point sheet, do you think? Who do you think were looking to jump out on the offensively or someone who just had a good defensive game? I mean, I think Glenn Dennis is probably my person for that, even though he's still struggling on the – on the circle a lot, which is where we need him. But he he did play really good on the penalty kill tonight, and it, I felt like his def- defensive play was really good tonight. Yeah, and I'll go one for one with you on that one. I'm going to say Raffle. I mean, he, he of course he's been scoring a lot, which we haven't been expecting. <laughs> but I mean, I thought he played what we expected his role to be this game a lot better. So solid lockdown defensive guy. We didn't see him make any mistakes. We didn't see him do anything great offensively, but that's not what he's there for. He he did his job and he did it really well tonight, I think. So totally loved that. Um also so Davis, I can't say your last name. Dunkelberger. That's what I'm going with. I like it. But he said Soder stuck out to him. I agree defensively, and I, I agree with that all season long. I mean, Sutter's been solid on the defensive end, just like we wanted him to. That's what we me and Ryan talked about whenever we signed him. He's expected to be a solid defensive guy that we don't really we don't really think about. So <laughs> and he's done that well. He's he's been a solid guy. He's let I, I feel like him playing with Hayes because he started playing with Haskin in a lot this game too. And I think that opened him up 
and that's how he got the three-point night. So, yeah, yeah I sure. totally agree with that. Yes, Ryan, I, I did like Raffle this game. I'm eating my words a lot. I mean, if we had Robertson, I, I much prefer Robertson over Raffle. But... Well, after this game, I mean, Peterson might get taken out for Robertson. He had 15 minutes with yeah. one shot. So You're right, you're right. He's got to... He's playing for his spot on the team, and he's got to play better than one shot in 15 minutes. Speaking of that, uh, as we move past this game, all three of the guys, actually all four of the guys who were who are on our injury reserve list, list uh, right now all skated in the optional morning skate this morning. So that's John Klingberg, Robertson, Como, and even Ben Bishop's on the ice as well this morning. So it'll be really interesting, I agree, to see who hops out of the lineup when those guys come back. Uh, even Hanley has looked, he's looked pretty decent, uh, yeah. since he started playing, uh, maybe we, it, we well, this is going to depend on if Hockenpah gets a suspension, but <laughs> if, uh, if Klingberg comes back, maybe Hanley stays in over Hockenpah. I mean, Hanley's looks solid. I mean, I know we want that big body, but yeah, what do you I think? mean, I think Hanley has played good and I will agree with that. And I've always liked Hanley. Actually, I like him as a defenseman, but we, we, we can't. If if Hawk and Pod does get suspended, it's gonna hurt our our aggressiveness a lot. He yeah. he goes out and he he hits the entire yeah. night. That's his and, job, and he does it well. And he he had a lot of good hits tonight before he started playing. A lot yeah. of uh, pinching on the boards. People are trying to blow around him. He just takes him straight to the boards, takes the body, doesn't even worry about the puck, and lets the guy he's playing with go get the puck. <laughs> so he he's done his job well. I agree with that too. And hopefully we don't see a suspension from him. Um, and hopefully if he does get suspended, Klinger comes back at the same time. That would be pretty convenient. But, uh, what about Robertson and Como? Do you think, do you think Peterson hops out whenever it, if, cause if both those guys come back at the same time, what, what two guys are we taking out? We're taking out Tanner Caro and then who? I, I mean, right. I, I still think it's Peterson right now, honestly, but if I, I was having this conversation with, ryan after the show last week actually and we were uh he put the idea that we probably take out kiviarantov right now whereas he is the offensive dude but he he you probably want como in there over kiviarantov honestly so probably caro and and kiwi is who i'd take out yeah maybe yeah that might be true uh but I mean, I don't see – so so another thing that I saw on Kivy Ranta, so he's played enough NHL games now to where he can't go back – he can't be sent back to the AHL without having to clear waivers. And I don't know if we want to to not be playing Kivy Ranta. He's still a prospect. He's not, he's, not a, uh, he's not an older guy from the AHL who we're just having to play because we don't have enough, enough stuff or enough players. He, he's still a prospect, so he needs the playing time. And I think if he's taken out of the lineup, that's gonna that's gonna severely hinder that. What, what do you think? I mean, he he's kind of a interesting case for me because like we he solidifies he solidifies his spot in the bubble in the playoff bubble that in the game seven against the Abs where he goes and he scores that <laughs> that mm-hmm. Cinderella hat trick to hat trick game win, seven win OT win winner and, like. Like, that is crazy. But after that, I mean, his offense isn't really there. And he's really, he's really been more of a, more, more of a hitter, more of a four checker. So 
Yeah, I I don't know if he's doing that job badly though. You know, I mean, I don't I don't see him making big defensive mistakes, coughing up pucks a lot. I mean, sure, he's not getting as much offensive production as we might have liked. Like like we said after that game too, <laughs> not to expect Kivi Ranta to be an offensive mastermind now, but I think he's played good enough to to keep his spot. Uh, but a, again, Raffle has played so much better than expected too, so it's hard to take him out as well. So it it's definitely gonna be a big question mark and with it looking like Robertson and Como are nearing coming back at the same time. If those guys come back at the same time, it's going to be big storyline to see, to see, to see who, who gets taken out. Uh, Ryan says in the comments that Raffle will come out. I don't know how you can do that when he has two goals. I mean, that's a, I mean, I know he's not, that's not his, his job and stuff, but it's hard to take him out when he's on a heater right now. So you got anything else, James? No, I think that about wraps up my thoughts for the game. All right. Anything else from the comments before we take off real quick? I'm going to do a little wrap-up here, so put them in there quick. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Starcastic Remarks. Uh, we are the official Dallas Stars podcast of the Hockey Podcast Network, sponsored by DraftKings. Don't forget to use that promo code THPN. You'll get some free stuff on... Uh, on that and stars win three to two first back-to-back wins of the season the stars are officially over 500 and the ot woes are way behind us so way to go stars sign off for now i'm chris that's james we'll catch you on the flip side good night everybody